0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the violent kind. There's not a tagline. Uh, This episode is not brought to you
1: by Jepson's Malort.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Troy. And there's no Hot Lance today. No. He was still mourning the loss of his Bengals.
0: Yeah. He took it real hard.
1: Yeah. Which I don't blame him. It's been a while since they've even been to a Super Bowl, let alone won one. Hey, maybe an if amount of time since they won one. I don't know because I don't know if they've ever won one. I don't think so. Because I'm not a sportsman's.
0: I'm not a sportsman.
1: But uh, what I do have instead is I have a little bottle of Jeffson's Malort, who was given to me by a lady named Sadie, who is some homeboy's lady. So uh, I'm going to try it on air because everyone says this stuff is like terrible. And I figured I would give it a shot. uh, Literally and figuratively, since I have about one shot's worth. Smells interesting. Like, it doesn't smell like bad. It just doesn't smell like anything I can identify. I'm going to take a sip before I shoot the rest because I got to find out what this actually tastes like. Okay. It's kind of like if gin was bitter. It's not terrible, actually. Mm. A little bit of mouthwash there on the finish—that's good. That's what everybody wants. So everybody wants on their liquors a little bit of mouthwash in the finish.
0: Mm. Bitter gin mm. to mouthwash—that doesn't sound great.
1: No, I mean, it is not as terrible as I've been led to believe, but it is not. any it's not good in any way. <laughs> mm. So I will finish off this shot. And then move on to some PBR to uh, as a chaser because this movie features PBR heavily <laughs> so I was like I must get a beer to match this movie and it will be PBR.
0: It's true. Yeah. You could also <laughs>
1: accept Lagunitas IPA or Lagunitas Pilsner. Those were also featured heavily in this movie.
0: It's all true. Mhm. Well you got it's a sipping malort.
1: Yeah, apparently Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, I don't like to use the word unique too much, but I will say this has a unique flavor. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Cheers. Bottoms up. All that happy crap. I'm going to shoot this and hope it stays down. (laughs) Ugh. it's like shooting Listerine mm. yeah
0: <laughs> Chris
1: is, I wish people could see Chris's face <laughs> as he imagines shooting Listerine
0: Ginny <laughs> mm. Listerine uh. that sounds awful
1: PBR will cure you what ails you though so it's fine they probably should talk about this movie that I recommended Yes, uh, I I think I went to the history in the previous episode, but I had seen this via horror pack and uh, it was one of the DVDs. They sent me one month and I kind of literally randomly watched it because I had a stack of them and I had a bot roll a die to see which one I would watch. So, yeah, I randomly watched it and it was interesting. So I put it on the list. I think I may have liked it more then than I did now. But to that later, not too many spoilers.
0: Things definitely happen.
1: Yes, many things happen. Uh, So to get things started, Chris, how does this movie
0: begin? How does it begin?
1: Is it is this uh, is it start with sex or does it start with uh, some guy yelling in a shed with like weird angelic script painted on the windows in blood?
0: Yeah, that thing. Cause,
1: okay, because one of those two things happens first. I don't remember which.
0: <laughs> yeah, they both happened at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. But
1: not at the same time. Because one happens at night and one happens during the day.
0: True. Yeah, there's a, there's a shed in the dark. It's got the weird before-mentioned script. You can see it on the window. Uh, You hear a guy yelling about how he knows what they are. He knows what they are. And then uh, gunshot. Kabang.
1: Blood splatter.
0: Yeah. Splat. Then we go to the sex. Yes. So
1: we have what? A raven haired woman. Yeah. On top of a man. Doing their thing.
0: Yeah. And they're either liking it or not. It's difficult to tell.
1: Yeah. And apparently whoever had uh, who did this had watched Californication recently. Because when she finishes, she just punches him in the face. Yeah. So, uh, if you haven't seen the first episode of Californication, it's an experience.
0: And uh, as that's going on inside, outside, a couple of guys are hanging out.
1: Yep, there's Blondie and Elroy. Yeah. Which Elroy is the perfect name for that character. Yeah. Yeah. He is 100% an Elroy.
0: And uh, they're hanging out. Some uh, some girls walk by. Like, literally girls, not young women. Like,
1: yeah, like, we're talking, what, like, s- sophomore, maybe juniors in high school? Maybe. Yeah, like
0: borderline children girls.
1: Yeah. And she's like... Hey blonde guy, the one in front's like, "Hey blonde guy, how's it going? Haven't seen you around lately." And he's like, "Yeah, hey, girl, nice to see you. Uh, tell your pops I said hi." <laughs> yeah, because she's like flirting with him, and he's got to be like in his twenties, and you're like, Ugh. "Yeah,
0: yeah." <laughs> and then uh, out of nowhere, a guy in an Escalade Tim. pulls up. Tim. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite characters in this movie,
0: <laughs> and he would like to talk to what's the Q? Q. I thought that's what well, cause, it was.
1: Because Quentin, I think, is his is his full name, but they just call him Q because Quentin is too hard to say.
0: I guess so. And uh, he's demanding to talk to Hugh about unspecified thing, but it it's clear that it is a a, a, Criminal a thing. shadowy problem. So, you know, drugs or stolen property or something. Guns or, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so Blonde is like, uh, yeah, he's here, but he's a little busy right now. And But after uh, Shade is the woman's name, the raven-haired woman, uh, Shade and Q finish their business. They come outside and Q sees Tim.
0: Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? And just pistol whips the guy.
1: Yeah, reaches like behind, like reaches the back of his pants, pulls out a pistol, and just pistol whips the guy out of nowhere,
0: <laughs> and they just beat up uh, Tim and his driver. companion. Yeah, his driver, and they beat they him kick, up.
1: Uh, Elroy, yeah, Elroy kicks one of them in the nuts. I thought that was pretty good.
0: Yeah. And, and then, then they uh, put
1: them back in the Escalade. The dudes can like are like half conscious and like make them drive off. Like they are totally going to get in an accident and or an accident hurt someone and or get pulled over and arrested.
0: Yeah, well, not their problem anymore. Nope. They're the streets problem now.
1: Yeah. Step up
0: to the streets problem. So they're uh they're all fixing to head off to with well, the the blonde guy's mom's birthday party. Yeah, and we learn via the power of uh opening credits that they're all members <laughs> of a biker gang called the Crew. Yeah, which seems a little lazy, but
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, who are you afraid of? Uh, we're totally not afraid of the crew, that's for certain. Yeah, like that. But they're they're north, but they're the North California chapter.
0: Yeah, and via expository opening credits, we find that a bunch of them have been arrested, and that yep. they're not as powerful as they once were. No, I mean. Still not to be trifled with, but
1: apparently not because they'll pistol whip your ass.
0: Yeah. So they all head out I, to the, like, they call it a cabin, but it's just a house.
1: But it is in the woods.
0: It is in the woods.
1: Yeah, there's a house in the woods. And one of them's like, oh man, it's too bad, like, we don't come out here anymore. Like, this used to have the best parties here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was either Q, I think that was Q that was saying that.
0: Yeah. So they head there, and they're having a uh, proper biker-style birthday party for the guy's mom, with mm-hmm. a lot Which, of PBRs and strippers. And strippers.
1: Now, did you notice the one stripper that had like tattoos down her back? And uh, they got in kind of close. I swear, one of them said "quesadillas $8.99. I'm pretty sure she just had like a like a Mexican like a Mexican restaurant menu tattooed onto her back.
0: That's pretty good.
1: I think so. Like, literally, I was like, that looks like it says quesadillas. <laughs> I was like, that's probably not what it actually says, I hope. Because, like, I mean, get the tattoo you want, but getting some restaurant's menu tattooed on your back does not seem like a good life choice.
0: I mean, have you tried the quesadillas? Maybe they're tattoo-worthy.
1: <laughs> Maybe. they are ninety nine. I know
0: that. <laughs> that seems expensive for a quesadilla, but I don't know.
1: Well, I mean it's like, you know, it's an appetizer. It comes with like it's, you know, there's multiple quesadillas. I don't know. I'm just like but yeah, so anyway, that was that was what I noticed about the stripper was the tattoo on her back that looked like a menu to me.
0: <laughs> and uh blonde guy, his ex is there.
1: Uh is that Michelle or Megan?
0: Michelle is the ex. Megan is the ex's sister.
1: Right and they also are both raven haired just to keep things not confusing
0: Yeah Yeah And we learned that uh their their dad was like an OG member Yeah
1: their yeah their legacy um well everybody but Elroy is legacy so far that we've seen right
0: Yeah they were all born into it cuz Blondie yeah. is like Shade's cousin yes oh yeah
1: because like so when after the fight they go into uh, just a flashback real quick they go in they have the fight with tim and his driver he uh blondie goes back into the the house and shade is all like oh you look like you have an injury and like takes off his shirt and it feels like it's gonna get sexy like it's shot like it's gonna get sexy and then like she finishes up and he's like man like he's like yeah like you know i got like I live a weird life, like, you know, I got a, or like, you're a weird girl or something. It's like, you know, my tomboy interested in astrology, like, cousin, like, my cousin, my tomboy cousin who is interested in astrology and looks like a cover model. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, they're not going to fuck. That's good.
0: Yeah, even though they were definitely, definitely putting out that vibe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it was shot like they were going to just go to Poundtown. I was like, probably not a good idea to bone your friend's girlfriend, like, right after he boned her.
0: Oh, it's well, fine. It's his cousin.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, cousins. Cousins erases that, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's the new thing you shouldn't be doing.
1: <laughs> cousins. Yeah, I think that's something we've always known, Chris.
0: No, I mean what it outweighs cousins? the girl, the 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 friend's girlfriend.
1: Yeah, he's like, "No, I'm not upset that you're banging my girlfriend. I'm upset you're banging your cousin."
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That actually bothers me a little bit more, to be completely honest.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, but so anyway, that just, that reminded, something reminded me of
0: that, so I thought I'd flashback to it. So, uh, the party is winding down. Mm.
1: Well, first, Elroy tries hitting on a girl, a raven-haired girl Mm -hmm. that he meets there, and he's like, oh, man, like, this place used to be the shit back in the day. We have best parties, but we don't come out here anymore. It kind of sucks. And she's like, funny. I don't remember seeing you at any of the parties. <laughs> like my dad was like a charter member here, dumbass. <laughs> and he's like, oh.
0: Yeah. And, uh, but it that, turns that, out
1: she, that was Megan Michelle's younger sister.
0: Yeah. And, uh, she goes out to talk to the blonde haired guy. Because I guess that, that she you sent him secret letters while he was locked up?
1: Oh, anonymous letters while he yeah. was in prison. And he's like, yeah, I kind of always... She's like, that was me. He's like, yeah, I kind of figured that. And she's like, do you know why I sent them? And he's like, no. But she, apparently he, when he was dating her sister, like her sister wouldn't take her to the fair when she was 13. So he decided to do it. And like drove her there, and then just walked around with her and stuff. And so he would. She's like, I went to the fair with Blondie, which made me like the coolest girl in school for like a week and a half. (laughs) Which I thought was a, I thought that was like a perfect line because it was like, yeah, like that's the kind of thing that would make you, you could like eat off of for a little bit, but not forever. To dream again, not forever.
0: Yeah, just long, just a little while.
1: Yeah, but she totally has a crush on
0: him. Yeah
1: and has had for hopefully at least five years.
0: Well, she's allowed to have had it before that, but let's hope he didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah.
1: Well, I was saying at least that way, that if she had, had the crush for five years, that would mean she was 18.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now. Well, she yeah. she says she's in college, so. That's true.
1: Yes. So she's at least 15 if she's Doogie Hauser. Or, or not as smart as Doogie Hauser.
0: Gotta make it weird, man. Just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Could just let that go huh no
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I just I don't know it's popped in my head things pop in my head Chris and they come out my mouth
0: that's
1: the so, way this uh, podcast
0: works that's true so the party's winding down everybody's leaving uh Michelle leaves with her new boyfriend but she leaves uh Megan behind yes and Megan's very upset on account of she doesn't want to be stuck in the middle of nowhere what? yeah Uh, and nobody else is leaving that night so yep, she sees a guy in the driveway and then he's gone but she tries to get a ride but doesn't get one because then he's gone yeah
1: I think the lights flicker some at some point too
0: yeah, and we see we see a couple other like people off in the tree line just watching the house. Yeah. So uh what's her head the other one drive off. And er- then uh well then uh Michelle shows back up.
1: Yeah, well they're in the garage for some fucking reason that I don't remember. And they turn around, and there's Michelle, like, H2T, head-to-toe, in blood. Like, crying. (laughs) And they're like, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they try to figure out... They get her in the house, try to figure out what the hell is even going on. They lay her down, because it looks like she's suffered from some sort of catastrophic injury.
1: Or someone next to her exploded.
0: Yeah. And, uh, she's all laid out in the bed, they're trying to get the car started so they can take her to hospital.
1: But there ain't no power in the car.
0: Yeah, car don't not want to start no more. Nope.
1: And the best part, and I like though, that like, Shade is like the one working on the engine the most. Like, not a lot of movies would have like, the girl, like, fixing the truck. Yeah. Especially like with a bunch of biker
0: dudes around. And uh Elroy goes to pay her a visit, Michelle. Yep. To do some uh totally not gross creepy shit.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, like he starts like trying to feel her up while she's unconscious. And covered in uh, blood. And covered in blood. Well the blood part is the least creepy part of that for me, Chris.
0: Well yeah, but I mean it it doesn't it's just worse somehow. Yeah, I don't know enough to do it, but like
1: I mean, it's a force multiplier.
0: Yeah, it ain't ain't good, man. And uh, she kind of wakes up and seems to be kind of into it. Yes. Which is unfortunate. That was a choice that they made, but.
1: Well, we'll find out why they made that choice in a second.
0: Yeah, because then she just goes uh, full on like rabid Wolverine on him.
1: Goes gruff the crime dog dog on him and takes a bite out of
0: crime. Yeah, it takes a big chunk out of his neck, gashes him in the face real good, pins him in the corner, and just starts waylaying him. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was luring him in, Chris. She wasn't actually into it.
0: Yeah. I mean, still, it's weird. It's weird, man. It was a weird choice. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm not saying it wasn't, but it was effective, I guess, for her.
0: So uh, everybody comes running in just in time to see that going down. Yep. And Blondie and Q pin
1: her to the bed by her wrists. And her sister freaks out, understandably. And they yell at Shade to get something to tie her down with.
0: Yeah. So she got duct tape.
1: Yes. Although they have a hard time holding her down. like She seems to be stronger than... They expected her to be.
0: Yeah, than previously.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, but they duct tape her to the bed.
0: Yeah. So they've managed to subdue her, and they get uh, Elroy out of there. So now they're trying to figure out, with no car, how are they going to get Elroy help and or do something with uh, Michelle, you know, on account of all the gnashing and biting and whatnot. Yeah. So the plan is that Blondie is going to go talk to the neighbor, I guess? Yeah, go to the nearest house to see
1: if they can get help there.
0: Yeah, see if they got a phone or whatever. Because, you know, cell phones don't work because it's a horror movie made after 1996.
1: No, but my landline does.
0: It's true. (laughs) I can verify that.
1: Yeah, I think everybody can verify that now.
0: So he heads off with uh Megan. Yes. While ever while Q uh goes to try to get the truck working. Right. Leaving Shade Shade in there to watch over what's her head and and or uh Elroy.
1: Yeah. And yeah, so where do they go to with uh, Blondie first?
0: Yeah, sure, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Okay,
1: yeah. So they show up at the, and it turns out that their neighbor is the house that we saw at the beginning of the movie, with the weird blood inscripted uh, symbols on the window, and they knock and don't get an answer, so they go on in. Which I mean, if you're you know if you do crime for a living, I could see why you would just go in. Um, and they, they search a little bit. They find the guy. He looks like he's watching TV, but they turn around. And he ain't got no top to his head.
0: Yeah. He's missing that top part where your brain parts go.
1: Yep. He blew it right. Clean off.
0: Yeah. And, uh, on the, all and the walls are a bunch of missing persons. Posters. Yeah, all printed on eight and a half by 11 brand new paper, even though they're from like the 50s. But don't worry about that. That's totally fine. <laughs> he, he downloaded
1: them off the internet, Chris, and printed them.
0: <laughs> Dude lives in a literal barn in the woods. I don't think he's yeah. got a laser jet printer in there. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and so they freak out and head back to the house
0: or head, start heading back to the house. Yeah, which meanwhile, meanwhile. back at the house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Shane goes to check on Michelle, who is all like, "Hey man, why am I tied to this bed? What's even happening? I don't, I don't even know what's going on right now." Yep. And she's like, "Oh well, you you had a little bit of an episode, and you tried to chew Elroy's face completely off. So here here you are." Yep. But she tells her not to worry because she read about this. Well,
1: because she's all into the astrology and, like, mystical and stuff. So she thinks that a being is either possessing her or trying to communicate through her.
0: Yeah. So she uh, she tries to get the name because that, that's how you get the power over the demon is the name. I've watched enough possession movies to know that much, at least.
1: Yeah. And so she like climbs on top of Michelle and's like, "What's your real name? What's your name? Tell me your name."
0: Yeah, and uh, turns out but, that 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 was a bad plan.
1: Yeah, because uh, Michelle manages to wriggle free from the duct tape.
0: Yeah, duct tape doesn't handle liquids well.
1: Yeah, it handles ducts well though, but not wet ducts, dry ducts.
0: Yeah, only dry ones. Yep. Yeah. Also, never use duct tape on ducks. That's a terrible use case for it. <laughs> yes, I know. It's that's, made
1: from ducks, not for ducks. It's
0: it's made of real ducks.
1: <laughs> you hear that, Christian? You're not allowed to use duct tape.
0: But yeah, uh, she uh, she gets free. There is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Shade manages to like get out the door, and she tries to shut the door. But uh but Michelle
1: gets her her hand in the her hand in the door.
0: Yeah. So she grabs her fingers. A, a knife and whacks off a couple of her fingers so she can get the door shut. Yes,
1: which was nice and gnarly. Yeah. And then she, she like clutches the bible in front of her like it's going to protect her, which I thought was great.
0: I just like the fact that this like Fucking biker stronghold had one of the nicest, biggest Bibles I had seen in a long time. Just chilling there. I don't know. That was funny. I assumed there was a gun in it. Honestly,
1: it's the family Bible, Chris. You know, you got to put the you have the family tree in the front of it. And I think we both know. I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I, I think my parents were gifted one once. And I'm pretty sure they would never filled anything in on it.
0: I'm gonna buy one now and put other people's information in it just because I think it would be funny. <laughs>
1: that would be funny.
0: Um,
1: yeah, you have like you could have Hotlanta related to Brett Sontag. That would yeah. be
0: weird. With a big question mark <laughs> on the line. <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> a legend. <laughs> supposedly <laughs> so uh, she uh, calls for Q
1: who comes running like you know you do
0: yeah with a shotgun Mm-hmm. he, uh, he heads in to see what's going on because she's like man she got out like so they go to look for her but she's not in there but she right. has taken the time to write uh, an angel script everywhere
1: And it's great because you're like, how did they, how did she do that? And like, and shades like with her fingers and like points to like one of the cut off fingers on the floor. And I was like, oh shit, that was fantastic. Like there are, there are flashes of brilliance in this movie and that is one of them.
0: Yeah. So they're looking around, they check under the bed, they can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, and they and the way they shoot it, you know, it's all tense when he looks under the bed, like you're expecting her to come boogie out of from underneath the bed. But she doesn't.
0: No, because she's fucking Spider-Man in it up in the corner. Yep. She's hereditarying <laughs> like, it. Yep. <laughs> and uh she jumps down, a struggle ensues. Q uh manages well, Q took a shot at her originally.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if he hit her or not.
0: No. Turns out she's fine. Okay. And uh Blondie and Megan get back and Q is just sitting with his back to the door in the hall with the gun.
1: And they're like, "What are you doing?" And his response is, "What am I doing? Your sister's crawling on the ceiling."
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Megan goes to check it out, and they have now upgraded from duct tape to big-ass chains to keep her in there. Yep. Which, you know, solid move.
1: Yep, with padlocks and everything, I think.
0: Yeah. So at this point, Q has basically had enough of this shit, and he's like, look, I'm not sticking around for this. That that whole bedroom situation's not going real great for us. Elroy's probably dead. yeah.
1: I mean, like they don't even like show Elroy. They just stuffed him in a closet somewhere.
0: Yeah, they just kind of left him there, threw him in a rocking chair on the porch, and called it a day. Yeah, uh,
1: but I hadn't noticed that yet. I'll tell you in the movie when I noticed that Elroy hadn't, I hadn't seen hide nor hair
0: of Elroy for since he got bit. And uh, <laughs> Blondie, it's like you can't just abandon everybody, like you're a you're a big fat fucking coward
1: yeah oh yeah because they wanted i guess to flash back again that why they were in the garage was because q when when uh michelle shows back up all bloody was because q was telling blondie that he needed to go do a border run to get back like in the good graces with the the bike with the crew and he's like a border run like fucking like recruits do those not like i'm i'm legacy like i don't need to fucking do a border run and they're like well no you you fucked with the Russians when you shouldn't have and brought all this heat down on us so now you have to do your penance basically yeah but and that's that's when she showed up sorry I,
0: talking to Q made me think about that fair yeah so uh Blondie calls him a, a coward for not wanting to help and uh those are clearly fighting words.
1: Yep, because they fight. Yeah, and that's this is probably one of the more realistic fist fights I've ever seen in a movie. Because they, there's a lot of punching, not very many land it successfully, but when they do land successfully, that kind of rocks the person pretty hard, like. This is I feel like it will look like if my brother and I ever got I like, got into a fight when we were kids kind of thing. Like I don't know. It felt more realistic than most fistfights to me, I guess.
0: Yeah, it was just two dudes swinging on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing fancy.
1: But uh, I was c- said, oh, really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> With his hands down by his side. Uh,
0: <laughs> Q comes out victorious. And uh he's like fuck it, I'm out. Y'all deal with this shit if that's what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: yeah, chicks are crawling on the ceiling. I I don't want to deal with this.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's on my short list of things I look out for in a situation when it's time to leave. Yeah. Like oh yeah, if, no, ceiling ceiling chicks, time to go.
1: I mean, I mean if they're dancing on the ceiling, that's great. If they're just crawling around on the ceiling, not good.
0: Yeah. Especially kind of backwards like that.
1: Yeah, although mm, the exorcist three it makes me feel like the crawling the normal way along the ceiling is even worse.
0: I the ceiling crawl's a bad a bad look.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't don't ceiling crawl people.
0: Yeah. It's
1: it's never gonna endear you to anyone.
0: So he he leaves, he's out. Yep. And he's uh heading down the road. Gets back to the car that Michelle was driving earlier. Her yeah. boyfriend was in it, but now he's not. He's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's playing 50s music.
1: Which is weird because when he tries to start the car, like the, the, the solenoid doesn't even click. Like It is completely dead. Yeah. But the ba- the radio is still playing.
0: Yeah. And then it, in the back of the scene, you see uh, some guy run through. Mm-hmm. So he goes to some check shirt- out what that's about,
1: yes, I'm sure this dude, and this movie like shows you what things look like when they're actually shot at night, which is you can't see shit as yeah. opposed to like your big budget movies where they just shoot it during the day and turn everything blue and they call it night,
0: yeah, or they just like have a bank of like stadium lights on a generator and it's lit up like Goddamn Christmas,
1: yeah. No, this I like the way this was shot though. This scene was shot though, because it is like it's night, you can't see shit. You see some like shirtless dude running around, you're like, What the fuck? And you decide to go chase him. I mean, in fairness, he does have a gun, he does, and the dude is not on a ceiling, so that's a
0: bonus. Yeah, zero ceilings outside. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) and he uh catches up. With shirtless man, and it is indeed Michelle's boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey, what's up? Uh you were literally dead. So um what what the fuck's going on here?
1: He's like, I don't know, man. Like does he like they're out there or something? I don't even remember. Hmm. What does he even say? Like, does he I don't even remember what he says. I just remember that eventually he starts to glow.
0: He, yeah, he just kind of yammers. Yeah. Asking about uh, like where the party's at or whatever. Like he, He's completely unaware of whatever occurred. Yeah,
1: that sounds right. And, and then, then, meanwhile, back at the homestead.
0: Back at the homestead.
1: And this was the point where I was like, whatever the fuck happened to Elroy? Like, did he die? Is he just wounded? <laughs> like, like, I've literally not seen anything about Elroy since he was bitten. And, uh,. And that's when Elroy shows up.
0: Yeah. asking you shall receive, the movie says.
1: Yeah, and he's like, hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Like, you got a beer? I could really use a beer right now. And they're like, Uh, you're missing half your neck and your face is all scratched up. I'm pretty sure it's not a beer that you need. And he's like, nope, I could really use a beer. And they're like, okay, fine. Here, have a beer. And he has a beer. And he's like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And then... uh and, cause, and that's with Megan and Blondie. And then Shade is out working on the truck, and the truck starts up suddenly. Yeah. And so she comes running in to grab them, and she's like, oh, wait, what the fuck is Allroy doing up and
0: walking around? Yeah. But then everybody starts to glow?
1: Yeah, they everybody becomes Naomi and feels the glow.
0: Yeah. And not only do they glow, but then they kind of, like, vibrate. And shoot fireflies out of themselves. It's, it's fucking, it's or, a weird, weird choice for that. It, I didn't, I don't know if it's
1: fireflies or sparkles or what, like, but little streams of light come out of them.
0: Everybody. It was a decision. That's for sure.
1: I mean, it looks cool.
0: Yeah. And then they explode.
1: Well, at least uh, Elroy and uh, boyfriend explode. Yeah. Like, from the waist up, like, they're just, like, open cavities.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> and then, uh, out in the woods with Q, after the guy explodes and he's like, what the fuck was that about? A bunch of people just show up. Yep. And, uh, subdue him. Yep. And a similar circumstance is occurring back at the homestead. Yeah, like,
1: but they, like, pass out at the homestead, right?
0: Well, yeah, because Blondie passes out. Yeah. And then has a hallucination dream telekinetic event with Michelle.
1: It's like, it's like in, it's like the black room in that Scarlett Johansson movie we watched Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of it now. But where she's like the alien. Under 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 the the skin? Under the skin. Yeah, like, it's kind of like that black room. And she's like, does she say, like, I'm not there? I'm still alive or something. And kisses him. And
0: thanks for seeing the real me or some shit. Yeah. Like, it's like a heartfelt goodbye kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. Like, well, shit's fucked um it was nice knowing you but thank you for being a thank you for being a friend
0: yeah he's traveling down the road back again <laughs>
1: back again yeah
0: and uh he comes too <laughs> with a uh, guy's two dudes just dragging him around all hoot hollering yeah one
1: of them is uh is jazz who kind of looks like the gravedigger from repo the musical. Or Repo the Genetic Opera only dressed in a suit like a zoot suit instead of uh whatever the grave digger was or grave robber.
0: Yeah. This is yeah, a kind of weird wrong. future clothes. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know, something reminded me of like Repo recently, so I've been had Repo
0: on the brain a little bit. And uh they they're dragging him around. They they punch him asleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. This reminds me of something. Uh, I have
1: a friend who has two children. I mean, they're like teenagers now, but when they were kids, younger kids, like in their like six, seven, eight kind of range, uh, you know, whenever they would like not want to go to bed, he'd be like, "You're going to go to go to sleep." He's like, "You're going to go to sleep. If you don't go to sleep, sleep, I'm going to spank you to sleep." And just the fact they couldn't comprehend how they could fall asleep while being spanked somehow would short circuit them and then they would calm down and then go to sleep
0: <laughs> fair enough
1: yeah I, i've obviously he never actually hit them but just the the concept of it broke their brains enough that they could get to
0: sleep <laughs> uh good times yeah
1: yep so but i don't have kids so i don't have to worry about that i just have a Dog who has separation anxiety. So I can't leave the house. Fun. Yeah. Uh, or at least I can't leave the house without him. Uh, yeah. So he wakes. But he comes to. With uh, Shade. And Megan. Saran wrapped back to back. to On chairs. Yeah. And there's a dude. Wearing headphones holding the saran wrap uh yep. he's wearing like a shirtless sleeveless shirt Look kind of looks like he's from the 80s yeah more more or less uh there is jazz who's the guy who looks like the grave robber um and then there is uh budget giovanni
0: Rabisi. <laughs> yep vernon
1: Vernon, yeah, like I swear to God, when I was watching this the second time, I was like, like the, for this episode, I was like the first time for this episode, second time I watched the movie. To make things extra confusing, Um I was like, holy shit, they got Giovanni Ribisi to do this movie. How the fuck did they do that? Like, he's got to cost more, like more than they can afford. And I, for about five minutes, I was convinced it was Giovanni Ribisi, and then I looked up on IMDb, and it was not Giovanni Ribisi. But holy shit, does that guy do a good Giovanni Ribisi? <laughs>
0: impression yeah and then uh their two lady friends
1: yeah Trixie and Pussy Wagon yeah both raven haired
0: yeah also the guy with the headphones his name's Murderball yep <laughs> I don't know why
1: <laughs> no it's never once fucking explained
0: I guess he's good at that wheelchair basketball game
1: yeah yeah or else uh, he liked that James Caan movie that was rollerball that was rollerball right yeah but they killed people and it was kind of murderball
0: and they're uh they want information
1: yep they want to know where the other one is yeah well, they do say they're going to have some fun and they want and they mean the violent kind, which is they managed to work the name of the movie into the movie, which is great.
0: Yeah. And Otherwise, so
1: there's no reason for this movie to be called the violent kind.
0: Yes. And they're, uh, you know, they're, they're doing the classic like. Torturey stuff. Mm hmm. It would work them over with pliers and a blowtorch. Yeah, I mean advanced interrogation.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and but they want, but so they first they think he they mean Elroy, and they're like he's exploded in the kitchen, and they're like no, not him, the other one,
0: someone of a female persuasion.
1: Yes, and they realize oh they mean he they mean Michelle. Well, we have her in the bedroom, but we can't tell them that even yeah. though they've had full run of the house the entire time that Blondie's been unconscious, apparently. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Apparently they just decided not to look anywhere other than the living room.
0: Yeah. And so uh Bert Vernon starts working over Blondie. Yep.
1: Then he asked him if he ever saw some movie.
0: Uh, uh, Rebel Without a Cause, I think.
1: Was it Rebel Without a Cause? Like when they have a knife fight at the observatory in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And he wants to recreate that scene. Yes. Like a weirdo. And,
1: yeah, so he gives Blondie a knife and has him call him a pig?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because that's what happens. I don't know.
1: I don't, I've never seen Rebel without a cause. It's a movie. That's what I hear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember about it.
1: It's got what? It's got Jimmy Dean and. Uh, it's got J- Jimmy
0: Dean's the guy that makes sausage. I don't think it's the same guy.
1: <laughs> he calls him Jimmy Dean, though, doesn't it, in the movie? I don't remember. I think, think Verdon calls him Jimmy Dean in the movie, which I think is fucking hilarious. 'Cause it's James
0: Dean. James yeah. Dean. And uh he's tried to get Blondie to reenact the scene, but Blondie just straight up stabs him. Which upsets yeah. Vernon because now he's off script.
1: Yeah. <laughs> not that he got stabbed, it's just that he's off script. Like, yeah, he like pays almost no attention to the fact that he got stabbed. Yeah.
0: He's just like, that's you're not supposed to stab, it's just a little cut. Yeah, like this. Swipe. Yeah. And Blondie does not like being cut. Um, so now he's mad, and he hucks, uh, hucks him back over, Blondie. Yeah. Throws him into the couch or whatever. Blondie sees an opportunity <clears throat> with the knife. Grabs, a. Uh, Trixie and Jazz. or pussy wagon.
1: Trixie, oh, they, we missed the dance party though. Yeah, where Trixie and or pussy wagon used a beer bottle on the other one. Yeah, for yeah. no real non gratuitous reason. Uh, that's how that's how crazy they are. I guess. Um, also, at some point, Jazz said "fuck." And so he had to put five in the swear jar, which involved slamming his head into the wall five times.
0: Yeah. And I mean, props to him for being able to hit himself into the wall hard enough on shot one to spray blood everywhere. Like Jesus.
1: (laughs) He went full, full speed into that. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. And uh, yeah. So he grabs Trixie, I believe.
0: Yeah. And holds a knife to her throat. And he's like, you better let us all go or she's going to get it. And Vernon's like, I don't, I don't honestly give a give a fuck about that, like at all. Yeah. Seriously.
1: Like, like they kind of all start laughing, including Trixie.
0: Yeah, and he's like, "No, nah, I mean it." He's like, "Yeah, I'm sure you do," and just shoots him in the arm. Yep. <laughs> That's how you call a guy's bluff in a hostage situation, I guess.
1: Well, it's like in Speed, you know, you shoot. Well, you just didn't. He didn't shoot the hostage, but. Yeah. It's more RoboCop when he shoots the guy between the girl's legs.
0: Yeah, right in the dick.
1: Yep. Well, you know, RoboCop was Jesus, so. I always thought so. I guess Jesus went around shooting guys in the dick.
0: Yeah, Ezekiel seven fourteen, <laughs> and lo, Jesus shot him right in the dick
1: <laughs> because he was a a burglar <laughs> or, or robbed robbed because he because he robbed a convenience store, and Jesus doth shot him in the crotch,
0: and, and it was good.
1: Um, (laughs) so where were we oh yes uh, so Blondie got shot in the arm and is this about the time when uh, Vernon reveals that they've known where Michelle was the whole time
0: first Vernon is tired of this bullshit so they get uh, their special guest out of the trunk oh yes Q and they drag Q in and uh, he's like, "Okay, let's try this again. Where's Where's she at?" And everybody's all like, "We're not gonna tell you." So he just starts stabbing Q.
1: Yeah, like repeatedly.
0: Yeah, just like over and over.
1: Kidneys, kidneys, back, guts, liver, heart, like whatever. Yeah, just whatever's handy. Yeah.
0: And then that's when he that then then say uh, shade is yelling about how she's going to get those motherfuckers for it. And uh, yep. Vernon just slices her neck open.
1: Oh, yeah. Because he's sick of that. her mouth. And this is like the point in the movie where I was like, okay, this has gone from like, how are they going to win to how are they going to survive? Like, that's what the stakes... The stakes have not become, how are we going to escape or how are we going to win? The stakes have become, how are we going to survive? And that was like, that was kind of like an "oh shit" moment for me.
0: Yeah. And after uh, after that, that's when Vernon reveals that. Oh wait, I forgot, she's in the bathtub. That's where we put her originally.
1: Yeah, it, we drew her a nice hot, nice hot bath so she could incubate in peace, because she has our queen in her.
0: Yeah, and Michelle has put it together that. They're the missing you people, Megan. or Megan. Yeah, they're the missing people from the posters, and that they've yeah. been hiding for like sixty years, waiting for this moment.
1: Something like that.
0: And they're like, "Well, I, what the what the fuck?" And Vernon's like, "Yeah, we had an arrangement with this guy in a barn, but that fell through, and your friend was just in the right place at the wrong time, or the, the-, the right
1: place, at the right time for us."
0: Yeah, so here we are. But don't worry, Vernon's cool. He's going to let him sit and watch as, you know, whatever cosmic being is born into existence, which certainly means the end of humanity.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So just to to keep uh, listeners up to speed here, we've had a, uh, like American History X, beginning to a movie. We had a Possession movie. We've had a uh, Home Invasion movie. And now we've moved on to the... uh, Lovecraftian existential cosmic horror portion of the
0: movie. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, they're getting everything ready. Which involves, uh... Michelle on the coffee table. Mm Mm-hmm. Naked. Yeah. They draw some sort of sigils on her or whatever. One of them being the infinity symbol. Yeah.
1: Or a figure eight, depending on which way you're looking at it.
0: Um... Megan tries to use her feminine wiles to get Murderball on her side. And
1: Murderball puts his headphones on her head, and
0: I'm assuming those are supposed to be, like, in utero sounds? I don't know what the fuck it was. It sounded like a combination of a porno and a murder. It was the weirdest fucking noise.
1: (laughs) To me, it sounded like someone, like trying to recreate the sounds of what it would be like to be in a uterus like as a baby with like singing or chanting or something yeah at it least w- with like mouth
0: noises yeah because it was like rhythmic mm-hmm. it was weird i don't know what the fuck it was i would not want to listen to it all the time that's for certain but he did apparently yeah
1: yeah my i think my theory is that it was supposed to sound like uh, the noises a baby would hear inside the womb.
0: I assume that's what murder ball sounds like. Like the probably the, whatever that noun is to him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what I. That's what I call all women's uteruses are murder balls. Well,
0: that's you know, what? that classic fifties term. <laughs>
1: Fuck. Uh, yeah, and so. Um. yeah and so she's like okay
0: thanks yeah she's just like cool <laughs> and then the, the ritual begins so everybody stands around the coffee table and like the glowy firefly shit starts happening out of their mouth holes mm. they put their hands up in the air or they hold hands I don't remember it's kinda of hard to see on account of a definitely after effects light.
1: They all be they all become Sheamus. Yes. Yeah. Which uh Yeah. Which if you know, if you haven't watched Seamus' intro like uh, entrance in a WWE show, do that and
0: you'll once you can see again, you'll know what I mean. And uh Q decides to take this opportunity to shoot at him. Like you do. I mean, this seems like a good time to take a shot. Yeah, you gotta shoot your shot. Yeah. Don't throw away your shot. And he manages to, uh... He goes for... What's his head? Vernon. Vernon? Jazz? But Jazz jumps in the way and takes it instead. Oh, yeah. Which I don't know why, because you can't goddamn kill him, so what's the fucking point of that? Like... Well,
1: unless like this is the portion where they're vulnerable because their their alien cells are
0: leaving their body or something. I don't know. Well, because he jazz just stands back up afterwards. Like nothing even fucking happened. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So well, what, was the, what was even He the point? was protecting Vernon's outfit.
0: I guess that's true. He did have a sweet ass belt buckle.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh This gives uh blondie and uh making an opportunity to make a break for it because I mean, they killed they killed Q. He didn't didn't yeah. go well. I
1: mean everybody else is dead, you might as well just run.
0: Yeah, at that point. And uh Vernon catches up with him out in the in the fields around the house and he's like, Hey, I like you guys. Like for real, for real. Yeah. You guys are cool. Yeah, no heart no hard feelings. It was just it was just the way this played out, man. But y'all, we had a good time, right? We had some laughs. There was a dance party. Killed a couple people you knew. They did that bottle thing. I didn't know that was going to happen. That was fucking wild. (laughs) But now, uh, Uh, rather than kill you, you get to hang out on Earth while the, like, unspecified thing is going to occur.
1: Yep, which will be the end of the human race. But uh,
0: you'll at least... At least you can
1: meet it riding around in my car that I am giving you the keys to. That
0: was a pretty cool car.
1: It had a very tiny windshield.
0: Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, like, like
1: I mean, I I feel like my my field of vision would not be wide enough for safety purposes.
0: Yeah, it was back for the 50s. They didn't have seatbelts. Like. That's true. So they uh, they hop in the car and they drive to a local town to try to get some Which help for have, Blondie. They sh-
1: they show you the part of the post office. They do show the zip code, so you could I don't remember what the number was, but you can probably plug that into the internet, it would tell you what town that was.
0: Yeah, well don't call any numbers you see. That's all I can tell you. Yeah.
1: Nope. Do not do that. Even if they are five 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 numbers.
0: That's a real thing, turns out.
1: Apparently they've only reserved like the first like I think they've like zero between zero like four zeros and zero 0100 for 555 numbers are not allowed to be used by like for real people but it, but apparently they needed the space in the phone number registry so they had to open up a lot of other 555 numbers
0: Well, we know that now.
1: Yep. <laughs> Thanks for that untimely knowledge, Cracked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, they pull into town just as ominous shadow starts to loom above them, making a whirring noise.
1: Oh, and then a lot of people start acting weird.
0: Yeah, they start freaking out and bleeding and hollering and falling over. Yep. Except not everybody. Some people are just dressed up like it's the 50s and look menacing. Yes. Which presumably then, are more of the whatever those things are.
1: Yes. And then an alien ship emerges from the clouds, and we find out that it's been aliens the entire time.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? Credits. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the violent so, kind. Woohoo. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? I don't. No. That's fair. I I like parts of it. It starts off strong enough. Like it it's technically competent. There's even a couple of interesting like shots here and there. Like it's not production-wise it doesn't seem super amateurish. You can tell it's not, like, super high budget or whatever. Like, there's no, like, crazy dolly shots or, like, six different camera angles on the scene or whatever. But it looks yeah. fine. Yeah, Certainly no crane shots. The the story has a, a slow build until it decides to stop doing that and just do whatever in the fuck it does. <laughs> for the last, I don't know third of the movie
1: almost half the movie honestly
0: yeah it it's strange it's a strange thing like you think you know what's going on more or less and then it turns out that you don't and then they keep throwing you curves and by the end you still don't really understand what the fuck That's bananas, Chris. But, uh, I I don't... I don't know. Like, I'm not mad I watched it, but I don't... I don't know. It's not great. But it's not terrible? It's, It's like three bucks on Amazon. It's 90 minutes. I think there's enough interesting stuff and just weirdness that even if even if the narrative might, might not be super clear even when stuff starts getting really weird that Vernon guy is entertaining enough on his own to carry through the last chunk even if you're not feeling the story anymore yeah, it's bizarre enough just that whole part is weird enough don't worry about the alien shit it's worth watching just for the bizarre home invasion thing that's going on. Yeah. It just, it seems like they just showed up to the set every day with a mad lib. And that is how they based the (laughs) narrative that day. That's fair. But yeah, I mean, eh, eh, I don't know. It's hard to recommend it but it's hard to say it's terrible. I say, maybe? This is probably a good one for a bad movie night with the fellas, or the ladies. Or a combination of both, or neither. Just, you know, goof on it, have a couple drinks, look at each other and confused...
1: Yeah, I'd be like, what
0: just happened? Wait, are those... Why, why... Why do those lights come on? Is that... Did they... Did they set up that they have some kind of mind powers? What? Why are we in this weird liminal space where the dead girl is talking to her ex-boyfriend? I don't. Why? Why did that happen? Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. Give it a go. See See where you get with it. It's three dollars. What? Are, what else are you gonna do with three dollars? Nothing. Get half a coffee. You're millennial. Yeah. Get an avocado toast. <laughs> what do you think troy
1: um yeah this movie is bonky donkey i think it's probably the best way to describe it because it is all over the goddamn place um but like i think it's done well enough technically that it kind of despite the huge tonal shifts that occur throughout this movie it's still enjoyable like, again, I like parts of this movie. There are parts of it that I'm just like, eh, whatever. But I think there's enough good parts of this movie to recommend it to some people. Um, I mean, I, I, can, I, I can name people I know will hate this movie. And that's fine. Because, like, as you said, the narrative makes little to no sense by the end of the movie. It starts out making sense. It just makes less and less sense as it goes on. <laughs> but, like... I don't know. Like, there's something about this movie. This movie has a spark to it that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, the guy who the guy who plays Vernon is a treasure in this movie. Um, uh, Blondie, Elroy, and Q just—they're the right level of just normal that needs to happen in this movie uh, for the at like, the male characters, and like the women. The women are also just normal which you also kind of need to ground it when things just keep getting weirder and weirder um no one really makes like too stupid of a decision i mean q maybe when he just wanders off but you know like i could also be like i've had enough of this bullshit this girl is crawling on the fucking ceiling i'm out also seems like a valid choice to me so i don't know i i I hate to say that. I don't think I can say I like it, but I can say I appreciate it. So I, that's why I will say I appreciate this movie. And I think that if you, if, if this sounds interesting to you, you should watch it because you will probably also appreciate it. Uh, if you want, listen to this movie and said, that sounds terrible. Don't watch this movie. I uh, trust your gut is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah yeah uh and so what are you watching next week chris uh we're watching pan man which i've been told is a real thing
1: (laughs) it was suggested by one of hotlanta's nephews yeah i think his name is jackson
0: yeah don't i i assume it's about a a man with pan of some sort i think
1: you might actually be wrong (laughs)
0: That's totally possible. I, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> so what if other people want to uh say some sort of phrase that may or may not be an actual thing? How would they do that?
1: Well, they could open their mouths and just say it. but if they wanted to say it to us, they could go to Facebook where we're Slaughterhouse Princess. They could tweet us at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels and princess. They could go to our Reddit or subreddit at R slash shp podcast they could go to our discord server at com and tell us there um otherwise they could also email us at uh at uh at gmail.com because chris could not actually figure out a longer email address than that
0: i probably could uh,
1: <laughs> not at the time you couldn't yeah uh and then uh and if you want to listen to us other ways we're on your smart speakers we're on uh, other podcast aggregators, and the one you're using, um, slash is our website. And if you'd like to, uh, support us financially, you go to patreon.slash or store.slash And, uh, once again, shout out to our patrons for patronizing us. Um, they found out that I was going to be doing this malort tasting sooner than anyone else. So, um, we try to toss a little things up little, little something in the chat at most, most weeks so that they can enjoy their status and also we are still working on a recorded item that has not been finished recording yet and uh, sorry about that
0: so come back next time for Pan Man and what other
1: podcasts think about movies we'll drink about movies bye And like, there's no cannibalism, which also offended me.